Welcome to a Straits Times Sports Podcast Special. It is a momentous time for Singapore football. That which many consider close to death has been revived. Like Frankenstein atop his castle as the lightning strikes, surging new energy into that which was found to be lifeless. On Wednesday, March the 21st, the FAS screamed, It's alive! As the S-League was transformed into the Singapore Premier League. Cue the screams or cue the derision, depending on which side you fall on the argument. This move comes after 22 seasons of what was known as the S-League. But is this just a case of putting new paint on a rusting ship? Or is this a glorious new era for a previously maligned league? I'm Jonathan Roberts and I'm joined by Wang Meng Meng, ST Sports Correspondent and Ernest Lewis, Head of Podcasting. Both of whom were reporting on the S-League from way back in the 90s when they were with the new paper. Ernest, in fact, was there from the very inception way, way back in 1996. So, gentlemen, we now have the Singapore Premier League. Meng, a good move. Um, some say that it, it might be like all wine in a new bottle, you know. And especially, you know, when nothing much was announced apart from the logo and the name. Yeah, we, we tried asking questions about uh, what kind of community outreach and more information about streaming, but we didn't get much answers. But overall, I think it's good in the way that FAS recognises that the S-League was dead or dying, and it's time you know, uh, to move on with a new product. Okay. Ernest, you were there reporting way back in 1996, <laughs> 22 seasons ago. Yeah. You've seen it from the very start. Yeah. Um, this is, of course, not the first Premier mm. League that we've mm. had. We had a... Interim after the Malaysia Cup, I believe. Yeah. Which was the... Uh, uh, FAS was Premier League. FAS Premier League. Yeah, I was there at one of the matches and uh, the national team beat this club, Tiong Bahru, 8-0. And they, that's what they did because they were just walking over all the other opponents. And you, you can't blame them because they were just buying time before the start of the S-League. And I remember we, the whole country had this feeling of... Uh, it's a bit like deja vu right now, although we know kind of know what the S-League is like now. But at that time, we weren't sure whether the S-League was going to be a success or a hit. Um, but it's about the same feeling. I would say right now in, in this year, um, the S-League actually has to be somewhat like the Singapore Patience League. You know, the Singapore Premier League, maybe it has to be like the Singapore Patience League. And the patience reason, as in waiting rather than patience as in ill. Yes, yes. Because last time, they, when it's fledgling league, they had a lot of um, issues with patience. They want to try new things. So they started throwing in gimmicks. There was inconsistency. They started changing a rule, okay, messing around with that. Patience is yeah. one thing. We're talking about 22 seasons later. I mean, how long do you have to wait for this kind of thing to kick in? Probably got to wait for a long time. Well, beyond our <laughs> lifetimes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, mate, I mean, what they, were, you... they were patient, and it became a patient. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, joking aside, um, I think um, it is still good that they recognize that the S League, you know, kind of flopped, and uh, there's been a rebirth since you know, the FAS elections last year. Hmm. And they started off yeah. with uh, going back to fundamentals. They relook into governance, which begged the question why it wasn't looked at in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this followed on from the, the police raids that were they made so much headlines last year, mm. and now they are looking in you know, at the next step, which is like you know uh, revamping youth football and you know, consequently looking at the sleep. Mm. Yeah, I think or the good SPL, thing is it's yeah. ground zero. So yeah. at ground zero, there's hardly any any expectations. I mean, we were at the press conference yesterday. 
I think my colleagues were laughing at me. Why are you there in the first in the first place? But we we still got to remember that. I mean, for me, I feel like I remember when I was we were experiencing the Malaysia Cup high of ninety three and ninety four. I remember reading this four four two magazine, and there it said that ah Singapore's state of football. What was it like? You have the national team playing in the Malaysian Premier League or the Malaysian League. Can you imagine England playing in the French League? What a joke. So that stuck with me and it kind of told me that, yeah, in the international arena, this thing about Kampong football, the Malaysian rivalry, it just doesn't hold much water, especially internationally speaking. You see, We've got to really raise our standards and you've got to start to have a league anyway. You can't have a country without a national league. But what do you feel about the name? I mean, just on purely uh, a superficial level, the Singapore Premier League. I mean, I'm quite a pragmatic person. I really don't really care what the name is of Premier League, you know, uh, Best League or Super League or what, you know, or what the logo looks like. You know, I, uh, a big deal has to be made out of the logo, how the lion's mane is flowing, its mouth is open you know, to show that you know, <laughs> it's reborn, it's, it's ferocious, it's passionate, but... I mean, look at the prim- uh, English Premier League. I mean, the logo looks like uh, the logo of the, a bathing ape, but it's it's really a Premier League. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, it's the product on the f- on the pitch mm, that counts, yeah. and I really hope to see a higher standard of football. Let's look to the future then. I mean, aside from uh, twenty-two seasons of a few high points, uh, the last high point for me as a casual observer would have been uh, Tampines buying Jermaine Pennant. And that was the last glimmer of excitement that we got. That was very short-lived. Um, what can actually be done to... What does the Singapore Premier League need to do? OK, um, I think let's start with the players first. Huh? It's um, never nice to always hear about you know, players behaving unprofessionally. And I thought the FAS was pretty candid with itself by saying that, you know, they are aware of the smoking problems amongst players. I mean, where else, you know, you're, you're paid to play football, you know, it's a dream for many of us, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm a failed footballer, that's why I end up writing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a dream to, to be paid to play football, and you have guys smoking, and on top of that, you have the young lions, you know, 12 out of 25 of them smoke. So that's yeah. a pretty scary statistic, and mm. especially their young lions, they're young, you know, below 23, and they're already... And picking up unhealthy habits. I mean, picking up from Meng's point, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's really got it spot on. Because all this while, the S-League has been like a sleepwalking league. Okay, fine. You have a name change, you know, you've got to start from zero. And it might be a good start, you know, start afresh. As he said, try and improve the quality. You've got to improve the youth uh, quality. Foreign talent, you know, I'm not so sure about that. You know, it's a bit iffy from what I saw. Not the same as it was in the early years of the S-League, for sure. They need to work harder on talent scouting, especially overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to do that. And I think the FAS has to try and find a way to help them talent scout. Because if they're just going to stay in Singapore and look in-house, you're not going to go far. But isn't it a, also a matter of money? I mean, to paraphrase Scarface, first you get the money, then you get the stars, then you get the crowds. You know, you need a lot more money. So, you know, it's, should Singapore teams be looking for that wealthy benefactor? Should they be looking for their uh, billionaire owner from overseas? <laughs> I mean, what I said earlier, no, it's still the product on the pitch that matters. And if we start playing good for bo- football and start producing good footballers, the, the money will come in naturally. Like, you, you look at the Thai League, you know, like 15 years ago, they were so far behind us. You know, um, the, the best players were all playing in Singapore. 
But look at what happened. Now, um, our national players struggle to get into their second division. And you know, Thai teams are beating um, you know, J-League and K-League and Australian League teams in the ASEAN Champions League. And six Thai players are playing in J-League, if I'm not wrong. In fact, for me, I feel like from, let's say from the consumption point of view, you're battling with a lot of entertainment options now these days. So they're going to start with uh, having weekend fixtures at 5.30pm, you know, for the Singapore Premier League. I'll be interested to see how that goes. I remember we tried that one one of the years in the S-League and players were complaining of the heat. But uh, you have to factor in some of the lifestyle options of Singaporeans these days. 5.30 might make sense, you know, by the time it finishes, you go for some makan after that. Then if you want to watch some EPL games and all that, it kind of fits in. Uh, on a weekday night, it might be difficult to get to the stadium on time to watch the matches. So who knows? Let's see. Yeah, from what I understand, one of the plans in the pipeline for FAS is they want to engage their local communities more. So you have your SPL matches kicking off in the evening. And before that, you know, you are like 2 p.m., you have your local schools playing, you know. And at halftime, you have your local school bands performing. And actually, I think that's a fantastic idea. Mm. You know, you, you get the kids interested. And it's always mm. that little spark when, when, when they're young. You get them young and they have that affinity with the athletic clubs. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ming. I mean, a lot of kids, the parents these days actually want to invest in their kids taking proper football lessons on Saturday yes, mornings, it's late, true, it's uh, true. early Saturday afternoon. So it's like a family day, right? They can then continue on to the yeah. Singapore Premier League games. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. And you know, we have Active SG and you know, with their football academy. And now FAS is looking into you know, uh, beefing up primary schools football. I mean, the, these are all right moves, but yeah. at the highest end, you know, uh, it's still a bit lacking. So, what I really hope you know to see from um, the Premier League this year is so players really taking their job seriously. You know, be a good example to the kids and inspire them. So, uh, if you get the kids, you should be able to get the families, and that will bring the crowds. But I mean, of course, to get the kids, one thing that you could say is missing from S League, or indeed, hopefully, not missing from Premier League are the stars. Any other football league has its stars. So, I mean, who do you think could step up to be... Are, are there any people who could be groomed to be stars of the new Premier League? I mean, at the moment, <laughs> um, there's a lot of buzz about Fundy's boys, you know, Irfan and Iksan, but I think they're still trying to look for contracts overseas. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's, I mean, it's quite unfortunate at the moment because we have a, a real shortage of uh, star players in the Singapore Premier League as like our best players are all playing in Malaysia and Thailand. But mm. you just need a couple of stars and you really spark the imagination of uh, the entire country. Because I remember a couple of years ago, Safwan Barudin, he played in the A-League, managed to score two goals and he was offered a contract. And I, and I think the entire fraternity was behind him. And right now, you know, um, three of the best Thai players are playing in the J-League. You, know, you have um, Tirasin Dagna, you know, he's, he's scoring for Hiroshima and Chanatit. You know, he's scoring for Sapporo. Mm. And they have a left-back, Tiraton. And I saw this clip on YouTube that really excited me. You know? He was... There was a free kick, and he's playing the same team as Lukas Podolski, you know, who's famous for his left foot. And Podolski told him, please take the free kick. You know, <laughs> what a moment, man. I mean, can you imagine a Singaporean player, you know, like um, Messi, you know, telling, offering him to take the free kick? You know, that would be great. The other thing that, uh, say, the Premier League, the EPL Premier League has is, of course, inter-team rivalries. I've always felt that S-League lacked rivalries. Uh, like, there's no kind of like East versus West here. There's no North versus South. Do you feel we need to build 
at least the friendly rivalries. Yes, we should. I think you know. I think in the early early years, like Ernest would tell you, you know, like I think Venga was pretty good at drumming up yeah, in Woodlands, the hype, you know, yeah, yeah like rousing the fans. You know, but I think sadly, it's been missing. Yeah, we we don't have that know? color. There's that neighborhood color, and the other thing is also the media coverage. Also, um, maybe the generation of sports writers that came after Meng and myself and all that. They've been exposed to the EPL style of writing. So they come in with their technical an- analysis of games in the S-League. It doesn't really work when you don't know the players. I mean, at the S-League, it's all about entertainment. You just want to know who punched who, you know, who scolded the ref, who prevented who from jumping into the stadium or out of the stadium or over each other, or who threw water bottles at someone else when they were not supposed to bring bottles into the same place. It's all about the drama, and there's a, there's a bit of nonsense, entertainment nonsense, and all this. There's Which goes against Ming's point about going back to the basics but, of football. No, no, that's fine. That can happen around the, the rings, you know, around the fences, you know, the sta- spectator stands and all that. But at least the quality of play is decent, that yeah. you want to watch. And then you have this colour in the stands. Then it's down to the managers, the coaches. They have their rivalries. You know, I miss the days of the press conference where one coach walks in, hey, can you just shut the hell up while I talk and give my press con or something like that, you know? And then they start going off at each other and then media just has a field day. And all this is missing these days. Ah, the yeah. good old days, eh? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, was, I was at a press <laughs> conference <laughs> once and it was interrupted because the kid man came in and said that one of the players got punched in a shower, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> after that, the press con took place in a shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old days, yeah. <laughs> Something for the Premier League to consider there. Maybe more punch-ups in the shower are needed to bring that spark back to Singapore <laughs> football. And that is where we're going to leave this subject as the referee of time blows the final whistle on this ST Sports podcast special, which is not easy to say in one sentence. Thank you, Meng. Thank you, Ernest. And despite the jokes, we do actually want the Singapore Premier League to succeed. Football is a great unifier. And like many aspects of Singapore, we want it to be a global success. But if you want to watch the true birth of the Singapore Premier League, or SBL as I think it's likely to become known, it starts on March the 31st with the Community Shield. Meng, who is playing? It's Tampanese versus Alberex, and uh, it will double up as a SPL fixture, so three points are at stake. Alright then, thank you for listening. Do check out the other ST podcasts available on straightstimes.com and do check back for other ST sports podcasts coming your way very, very soon. Until then, farewell. <laughs>